Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is the big question, the show that gives you too much information about what's waiting for you beyond the inky veil that separates the land of the living from the great eternal beyond. Hint, it's a giant water park. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a, a water park <laughs> where no one can pee in the water? That's oh, my- Oh, that's good. That's yeah, my yeah. heaven. Not a, as soon as you let it go beep, you get zapped out. You're zapped yeah, yeah. out. So make sure Perfect. you die in your swimsuit or not, you know, whatever you want. Yeah. This is our heaven. Oh, this is like a nude water park. <laughs> before that before I die, I'm like, wait, <laughs> taking off yeah, my yeah. clothes. You got to die in your swimsuit. And there you you go. got to. Perfect. Whatever you're wearing, you take it to the afterlife. That's oh, how it works. God, my wristwatch? Uh, my name is Jessica <laughs> Clements, and I'm here today with off-screen producer Brandon Barrett. Hello, Jessica. Hi. So glad to be back with you on the BQ. Thank you. What's our big question for today? <laughs> Sorry, I don't have well, I don't have freaking Capri Sun today, so I'm drinking Kool Aid. Yeah, it looks like you're drinking wine in the morning. It isn't. It's Kool Aid. It is complete. This is not wine. Look at mm. it. You can see through it. It could be a box wine. It could mm, be a box wine. You know, I love it. Uh, low tannins. Low tannins. Well, <laughs> let's talk about the big question, Jessica. <laughs> we just had the release of Thor: Love and Thunder, and we got yet another look at what could be potentially waiting for someone in the MCU after they shuffle off their mortar coil. That's right, the MCU is chock full of afterlifes. There's so many to choose from. Uh, and it seems like they're ready to just keep adding options as we keep going through all these mm -hmm. new films and this new phase. So many afterlifes, uh, so many afterlifes. But what do all these afterlifes really mean? It leads us to this week's big question, are all the different MCU afterlifes connected? Hmm? Connected. You tell me I can go, I can go see the hippo and then immediately open yeah. the door to yeah. like Zeus. Yeah, you could oh. hop around. I think you can hop around. There's okay. an America Chavez that can just jump through different heavens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like the living America Chavez and the dead America Chavez. Oh, her dead uh, is and just going going yes. to different afterlives. Mm -hmm. Boom. That's a free one, Kevin Feige. Take it. There Boom. you go. There you go. There you go. But let's 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 break it down and see what we know. Because as we begin to comprehend what all these afterlifes mean for the heroes and just the regular old civilians in the MCU, it does start to feel a little chaotic. The MCU really does attempt to define and connect its story elements as much as possible. Sorry. Possible is what I, I said. I know what you got on uh, your mind. I see it. Hey, you're at Olive Garden. Imagine the possibilities, okay? That's a free one, Olive Garden. You can have that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <The> MCU <laughs> we'll get to him. We'll get to him. The MCU really does attempt to define and connect its story elements as much as possible, but all these different afterlifes appear to have different sets of rules and implications for their inhabitants. It's a little confusing. So let's see if we can break down what we know about the post-death existence in the MCU and see if all these afterlifes are truly connected. Because remember, it was Towerit, that beautiful hippo lady, who mentioned that there wasn't just the afterlife, but rather many, quote, intersectional planes of untethered consciousness. What a beautiful way to describe death, mm -hmm. I think. Does Towerit herself really know how all these work? She is a god after all, right? She should know. Or is she just guessing as well? Like, do the gods not even know how the afterlifes work? I think they know theory, how they're... they're kind of on the land of the yeah. living. I'm, I think they know how their, yeah, their own works. So she's like, yeah, we're all tethered. Mm. While Zeus is like, you can't come in here unless you're special. Right. Zeus is like, no right. one is allowed. Well, and she did say, she did say the ancestral plane was beautiful. So I, she's seen it for sure. 
But was that like on accident? Did she like step through like a portal or something? I was like, whoops, wrong Probably. afterlife. Got to get out I'm of sure here. Bye-bye. Uh, also, there, since there's like a lot of gods that represent different pe- different situations, and hers is like birth, right? It's like birth and babies. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in like Egyptian mythology, like mm-hmm. as you go on, like different areas ascribe different things to yeah. their gods. So right? why like, wouldn't why wouldn't Greek mythology? Why wouldn't she cross paths with the other person? That's like yeah. Totally. So it's like it makes sense that so she too. probably is like, we go to a meeting at the Hilton every year. It's a convention meeting, and we talk about they being go to the, the city, the city of uh, omnipotence. Mm-hmm. They go to omnip- uh, omnipotent city. Uh, omnipotence. They meet up there post orgy. Uh, they talk about how things work out a little oh, bit. God. I mean, side BQ, real quick. Side BQ. Okay, when when she's when Tara is talking to Mark and Stephen. She's like, oh, we haven't had someone pass through here for a while, which I thought was, like, really bizarre, right? Because, like, isn't she dealing with, like, the dead all the time? But and she has to, like, dust off the scroll, and she's like, she didn't remember what to say. I think like, not a lot of people no go to, to the, the other Egyptian side. Afterlife I, don't, in a while? I think it's hard. I think it's so hard. I don't think, do you, the, the idea of literally you have to have enough balance in your heart. I know I'm going to die with vengeance. I'm going to die with, <laughs> with, uh, with some sort of hatred. With vengeance. Even if I get hit by a car and be like, that Honda Civic. <laughs> so it's like, I will not I die will with that. I will kill every Honda okay. Civic. <laughs> okay. She did say that she helped, uh, uh, what's her name? What was the woman's uh, name? Uh, uh, it's. Uh, uh, not Maya. Uh, 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 don't put this in. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm like in uh, Layla. Layla's Layla, fa- oh, Layla. Layla's father. Layla's father. Tyrant says she helped Layla's father get into the field of reeds. Mm-hmm. So was he like the last guy to come through in a while? I don't know. I also don't know how he had a balanced heart. He died in front of his daughter. That's a, that that should not balance your heart. It's not his fault. I would be so mad. I'd be like, ooh, my daughter saw me bleed out. <laughs> yeah, but maybe he did a lot of good and it balanced out that yeah, that last yeah. minute of of bad. I'm sure he stole okay, from let's... someone. Okay, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure he stole from somebody. Okay, so let's start off with the most recent entry into the MCU's afterlife catalog, Valhalla, baby. This is the afterlife realm saved for Asgardian warriors who die in battle, perhaps horrifically, uh, if you believe Thor's side of it. Uh, but we've heard we've heard mention of Valhalla before uh, in the Thor movies, but it's usually as an adjective to describe a delicious feast or like a brave and heroic feat. However, Thor Love and Thunder confirmed it to be an actual afterlife option. Valhalla is real. You can go to Valhalla. Uh, Valhalla is, of course, mentioned in real Norse mythology. Uh, In that mythology, Valhalla is an actual big hall within Asgard itself that is overseen by Odin. And when you die in combat in Norse mythology, half of the souls go to Valhalla, while the other half go to Folkvanger. Folkvanger. Folkvanger which is like a giant meadow where they hang out with the goddess Freya. Uh, and it's just kind of random. Like half of you get to go to Valhalla uh, where, where you'll, you're going you're gonna to play a role in Ragnarok uh, because like Odin's going to need you when the whole Ragnarok thing goes down. Because like even when you're dead in Norse mythology, you still have to keep fighting. Like it never f***ing <laughs> ends. Uh, but the other, half, the other half just randomly go to this field, which is just like you're, this is the afterlife. Here you go. You made it to the field. You're done. Uh, that's all you got to do. Well, fighting's like an uh, honor, so that makes complete sense that they're like, right. oh, I can't wait to fight. Unlike unlike me, who is like a gatherer, I'd be like, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to pick yeah, berries. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll help cook food at, the, at Valhalla. I don't need to be doing the mm-hmm. fighting. That's okay. Now, within the MCU, we have seen Valhalla, and both Jane Foster and Heimdall are there. Thor and the others like laid out the rules for entering Valhalla, 
You had to be Asgardian and die in battle. But Jane is obviously not Asgardian, and she was able to get in. And when Odin died, he didn't die in battle, but he still did, like, the gold stardust thing, indicating that he went to Valhalla as well. So I think these, like, rules, they're kind of, like, loose rules, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, they tell, like, little Asgardian kids, like, oh, you got to die in battle, mainly because they want them to fight all the time. (laughs) Uh, And that's how you get into Valhalla. But really, if you're just, like, good and you're Asgardian, or, like, you follow the Asgardian ways, you're going to get into Valhalla. 100%. Like, that's that's an option 100%. for you. I feel like a lot of people are talking about, like, Loki, right? The Loki who died at Thanos' hands and had, like, made good. He probably got into Valhalla, don't you think? Yeah, he absolutely. He is absolutely there. We just had too many characters in Valhalla to, like... And also, I'm sure Taika was, like... Yeah, they don't want to show I'd rather it be Heimdall and... Um, Jane Foster than Jane Foster and Loki. She'd be like, what? There yeah, wouldn't be a sentimental. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was sweet. But in theory, like, Odin's hanging out in there. Frey is there. Everyone's just, like, chilling. Or Frigga is there. Literally, everyone but Thor. Everybody but everyone Thor. Everyone but Thor. I know, this poor boy is all alone. He's gotta die uh, to be with his family. He, he does at some point. But yeah, so, like, that's Valhalla. It seems pretty nice. Do you think, like, the average Asgardian citizen gets in? If, even if they don't yeah. die in battle. If you've been a good Asgardian oh. citizen and you followed all the rules, he said you, you have think to, you get to go to Valhalla? He said, Thor said himself, you have to die in battle to go to that. Valhalla, right. right? Didn't Heimdall right. say at the end, oh, I have not rewatched in the last five weeks, but like, I thought he mentioned <laughs> something at the end that was like, Asgardians can go to Valhalla. I don't think it's Asgardians that have to fight yeah. in the war. Or maybe it was someone else that I said I think they it. just, I tell, I think they tell him that battle thing when they're younger. So that yeah. like, you'll just always you'll be fight. fighting. And you, you won't like turn away from a, a fight because yeah. like, well, I need to go to this fight so I can get into Valhalla. But really, as long as you were good, you, you protected Asgard at some point. You, I think you'll get in. You'll get in fair and square. Real talk, you would have to share Valhalla with the guys from Mad Max Fury Road, and I would never want to be there with them. So maybe I would not go to Valhalla. <laughs> there, yeah, that's a different Valhalla. I'd be like, what is that? Witness in? me. Witness me. Valhalla. I was like, okay, you settle. I'm a god. You're a maniac. <laughs> You're a crazy person. Okay, so that's Valhalla. But now let's talk about the classic MCU afterlife realm, the good old ancestral plane, the afterlife that is part of the Wakandan mythology. Uh, We, of course, saw it in Black Panther as a place where T'Challa could commune with his ancestors and other former Black Panthers. But presumably, any Wakandan would have access to the ancestral plane. I think anyone that ate that herb can see the ancestral plane. But I think think it's anyone in Wakanda. I don't even think it's the herb thing that you have to do. Well, how do you see it then? Yeah. Well, 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 I'll okay. tell you, I'll keep tell going, you, okay? Keep going, keep going, So, like, the ancestral plane we saw in Black Panther does have a lot in common with Valhalla in that it's a place for warriors. But there is probably a place where, like, the regular civilian souls can go chill out as well, right? Because in Civil War, after his father is killed, mm-hmm. T'Challa describes death as, quote, a stepping-off point. You reach out both hands to Bast and Sekhmet. They lead you into the green veld where you can run forever. This sounds really familiar to, like, the Field of Reeds, right? As part of Egyptian mythology. That sounds horrible. Why would I want to run forever? But I also think it's a play because they all turn into damn panthers. So panthers like to run. So here's how I... They do like to run. Here's how I see it, Jessica. (laughs) Like, if you're a black panther and you eat the herb, right... Yes, you, you're going to see the ancestral plane. Yes. You get to see it early. Yes. You get to see it before you actually die. Yes. Uh, but I think when you die as, like, a Wakandan citizen and, like, you you believe in, like, Wakandan mythology, you follow Bast and Sekhmet and all that, 
you die, you get brought in a very Egyptian style, you get brought to this like field, this beautiful home. And like, that's where your family is. Yes. You're not seeing all the other families. Like you're hanging out with like your family uh, in whatever setting that feels most comfortable to you. 100%. Right? It's almost like, it's almost like Mormonism. You get your own planet, baby. Uh, you get your own little field where you get to hang out. Now, I think because these realms, right, are kind of like dimensions and we know that they intersect each other, I think you could probably visit other people's like ancestral areas if like you were friends with them. If you were like, oh, I'm gonna go check out my buddy. I, like his his ancestors are over there. Let's go, I'm gonna go talk with oh, him. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I well, I think the which it might be deeper in the comics. I honestly don't know. But I think there is a really big point to like a family tree in there. So I think you were just with your family. Oh, okay. And that was your tree of cats. Uh, your tree of cats but i think i mean that sounds nice but honestly like i don't want to spend eternity just oh i would i need to go i would literally lose my mind my mom (laughs) like not my mom but like my grandmother would still comment on my weight like (laughs) even dead she'd be like "Mm, you're a fat cat well plus you'd be there and like your great 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 grandfather would be there and he'd be like oh, i can't believe they started letting women vote and yeah. you'd be like all oh, right i don't God. need to talk to you i'd be like all right what are you doing here I, get out of like here like a normal cat go to the corner by myself and curl up into a ball <laughs> but i do think i feel like the ancestral plane yeah just, <laughs> i hate this place um i feel like the ancestral plane in um in black panther can be tied to the field of reeds easier because um, mm, yeah right africa but I think I I think there's a line way more, especially because you have Bast, who is the Egyptian goddess that is a part of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. So I think those ones will be more like not even a doorway; it'd be like a hallway to each other versus Valhalla to this. If that makes sense. Yeah, there that makes sense. I I, I like that that they're a lot closer because yeah, like in the MCU, Bast is like part of the Ennead. And I wonder if, like, Ra was like, wait, did you just go make your own afterlife? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. We have this whole thing set up. And Bass is like, it's cool. I got these Wakandans. They're yeah. like my people. I'm going to do my own thing. I guess you're, cool. you're a god if you have a follower, a following. So I'm sure the other mm. gods could have that same situation. But do the gods think of it as, like, a full-time job of, like, oh, I don't, I have to create an afterlife for these people? Now that they follow me, I'm sure there's gods out there that are like, yeah, they praise me, but I don't have to create an afterlife for them. This is yeah. the religion part that I yeah, have I no think, idea about. Right, right. Well, I think what we saw at the beginning of Thor, Love, and Thunder with that sun god is like the most accurate, where it's like, he has this oasis and he's doing his thing. And like, if you show up, it's like, yeah, cool, whatever. Just stay in the corner. Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like these gods, they have these afterlifes as a place for them to hang out. Yes. And it's like the souls of their followers keep showing up. And it's like, yeah, it's cool. 100%. Because it's like this weird realm, this like astral plane, like there's a theory. It's like infinite space. Just go hang out over there. Don't bother me, please. Go be with your family and the tree and your weird old <laughs> backwards thinking relatives. <laughs> backwards uh, and don't bother me, please. I like the I'm idea. having a feast here. I like the idea of like the gods are like, this was supposed to be my afterlife and you guys just keep following me. I wish I was never in the books. Yeah. I wish you would have never shown up. Right. I wish I was never, I didn't want to be I didn't God. even want to be in the books. My dad made me. I didn't want to be I didn't here. ask for this God. I'm like, uh, and then we're choosing a, based off which ones babies. we like. I'm like, I'm coming to the field yeah, of reeds yeah. and I'm following you when <laughs> I'm following you when I'm coming. So far I'm into Valhalla where there's at least a structure I can hang out in. That I don't want to be in a field just running around by myself like, bored as hell like when mark when mark got to go into the field of reeds 
Uh, and it was just like him hanging out. I was like, this is boring as hell. What are we going to do? Truly just like the beauty and es- like essence of this. Like, ooh, this is gorgeous for the first 10 minutes. And you're like, are there, yeah, yeah. Are there ticks? Like, mm. Are there ticks in this tall grass? <laughs> <laughs> are there ticks? Do ticks get in there? What do I eat? Uh, Where do I use the yeah. restroom? Yeah. <laughs> Is there like a book I can yeah. read? Is there the internet here? So, like what's happening? So I just sit here and wait till other people uh, show up and there's maybe only three of us. Well, let's let's talk about that field of reads, that boring field of reads, Jessica. <laughs> uh, because the afterlife construct we were introduced to in Moon Knight took the form of the duot and the field of reads. This was like a two-parter, okay? Mm. Uh, Egyptian mythology does not make entering the afterlife as easy as just dying, okay? As you mentioned earlier, your heart has to be weighed against a feather on these like scales. And if the scales balance, you are allowed to pass on to the field of reeds, uh, the version of paradise also known as Aru. If not balanced, well, you go into the sand, into the litter box, baby. And like, that's where you hang out forever, I guess. What a boring, boring way to go. Could you imagine um, what I found most inter- the Panthers yeah. running into the sand? and using- <laughs> Oh, maybe the Panthers use the sand <laughs> as their toilet. <laughs> Here's the thing, Jessica. If I die and go to heaven and I still have to use the bathroom, I'm going to be so pissed. Why? Like that. I like using the bathroom. Eh, <laughs> you only like it because the your body's filling up with garbage. You got to get it out. Like, just make heaven a place where I can eat, but everything's taken care of. It goes, I don't got to do the. Yeah, yeah. I don't got to do the after stuff. Actually, okay, no, I want to be in Black Panther because I want to turn into a panther that uses a giant litter box, which is the sand. <laughs> Just pissing on your enemies because you died full of vengeance. Yes! My heart doesn't need to be balanced. I'm a Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jessica, what I found most interesting about the Egyptian afterlife presided over by the Ennead is the fact that it's more of like a two-stage process, right? First is the duat, and then the rest is the afterlife. This is kind of like having like purgatory where you go to before you, after you die and before it's decided whether you go to like heaven or hell, right? You kind of have this like weird two-stage process. Uh, when Taura is talking to Stephen and Mark, she describes it as, quote, the realm of the duat. So this kind of supports the idea that these afterlifes are like other dimensions connected to the to our universe, right? They're kind of little pocket dimensions that exist in the weird space in the four dimensions or whatever. And Taura is sort of confirmed that these realms or dimensions uh, intersect, right? If there are intersections, that means that there's a possibility to cross from one into the next, you know, kind of like we've seen with incursions or the convergence or what's happening in Miss Marvel, where there's like this kind of veil between two realms that are on top of each other. Uh, so, yeah, I think it really I think what Tower had said, those like little couple of phrases she kind of explained the afterlife with, yeah. she really confirmed this idea that there's all these dimensions connecting right yeah uh and that's kind of like a big thing in phase four with like loki with all the like timelines breaking right all the multiverses breaking all these incursions they're really every angle of this uh kind of phase of the mcu is about like dimensions and other realms that connect with each other which is why i think you should be able to go to like different afterlifes like once you're once you're dead it's like you get a festival pass you go into your main tent, right? Whether whether that's Valhalla, whether that's the ancestral plane. But after you hang out for a little bit, you can walk around and check out the other afterlife. I think they should and go visit some of your buddies. Um, they should give me the press pass, and I get to show up and just wander through and take <laughs> photos. But I also think so. I okay. So if we're mirroring what 
is happening currently, I think that would make mm-hmm. sense that there's different, like, like how we have different timelines. We have different dimensions here of different religions. I think that, yes, that makes sense. There has to be one person that can go through them all. Just Ooh, like how yeah, it was yeah. like Wanda could do it with the help through America Chavez who can do it all. I want there to be that mm-hmm. America Chavez for the afterlife. And I'm sure yeah. we could see it eventually, but like, there has to be mm. one. There has to be that one person that's like, that yeah. That would be interesting. I'm a dead person and I go through every, every, <laughs> every religion. I go to every heaven, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're like, well, get out. <laughs> well, Jessica, we should also talk about, like, the Soul Stone, okay? Because during the events of Infinity War and Endgame, we got to look at some form of afterlife presented by the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, after Thanos sacrifices Gamora and he's in that weird little watery place and he sees, like, baby Gamora. Uh, and there was, like, a deleted scene when uh, uh, Tony does his snap, he, like, saw a, a grown-up version of his daughter in that, like, watery area or whatever. It, it's kind of this, like, sort of endless puddle where you can interact with the soul of a lost one or maybe just, like, your own mental projection of that person. It, it's tough to say. They don't really define what it is. But there was, like, a lot of similarity between what that soul stone afterlife looked like and what we saw when Gore, Thor, and Jane made it to Eternity in mm-hmm. Thor, Love, and Thunder. And Eternity's kind of hanging out in that watery place. Yeah. Do we think that's the same place? Or do you think they just liked the water oh. effect and, like, I think they it? probably uh, did the water effect, but it doesn't mean that they can't go back to it. It doesn't mean they can't use it. Right. So I, I feel like at the time they probably did it because of that, but now they can tie it to it. I don't know if they're going to remember that, though. I don't know, because it's like, if, if Infinity... Right, had the ability, or I'm sorry, if eternity had the ability to kind of like bring love back, right? Like bring back a life, bring back a soul. Maybe eternity exists within the soul stone, or that weird soul stone place is controlled by eternity. I don't know. I think it's very, it's so similar. It didn't have like the oranges glow. That was the only main difference. I don't know too much. I I like the idea of those things being connected. I don't know much about it. I mean, eternity's crazy. I, Eternity is like one of those like old school big G gods that just like shows up when like the universe is like about to be collapsed and I is like, hey, I'm the universe. What are you doing? Yeah. To me here? <laughs> what are you doing uh, to me? Yeah, I don't know if it, in the comics it's not always like this like wish granting thing. Uh, that I think that was something they came up with for the movie. And really, it was only like I only grant one wish to the first person who gets here. I don't know what Eternity mm-hmm. does after that. Just like hangs out. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, uh, and 20 minutes, I'll restart and you can get another wish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Uh, anyone I, can come by. I don't I'm know just, why they're waiting so long. Yeah, why isn't anybody coming here? I feel like they would have known that I've been hiding in here this entire time. That's the only thing also <laughs> for Thor Love and Thunder. I was like, if Eternity's been here the entire time, feels like we should have jumped to her a long time ago. I call her a her because she's amazing. Yeah. Eternity can just wait forever. Eternity doesn't process time again it also looked very boring in the water afterlife of the soul stone like put something in here you and the beautiful atmosphere you are so you i don't think you would survive in a room <laughs> i need entertainment you're I like need constant give me a pool Jessica. table give me a playstation yeah yeah <laughs> well let's also talk about shang chi for a second while we never saw an afterlife realm in shang chi we did see the physical manifestation of souls, right? Those beautiful little marbles coming out of people uh, <laughs> as they were devoured by those tentacle-having uh, soul suckers. Getting sucked out. Yeah, very disturbing stuff. Uh, since there that. are souls, you know, 
since Shang-Chi showed us that there are physical souls and like everyone's got one, it would stand to reason that there's a realm for them somewhere. I don't know what the people of Talo believe. I don't know what the people mm-hmm. uh, in Shang-Chi, where like their souls would go. Do they get to go to Valhalla? I mean, they're fighting against a big monster. Didn't I don't know. They? Give uh, me a second. But Keep my going. big question is, Jessica, if the, all those souls that got eaten by the Dweller in Darkness, is his, is his belly like a hell? You know what I mean? If you get eaten, is your soul like trapped inside of there? And when they killed the dweller, did those souls get freed, or they do they just get like wiped out of existence? I think they just got wiped out of existence. Like if you die in heaven or hell, it's like you're gone for eternity. I don't know if you saw the you're greatest movie. You're gone for good, good. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the greatest movie of all time, Inception. But when you got to the lowest I level of Inception. Inception and you die there, okay. you're just gone. That's what you're I just think gone. it'd be. I liked the message in Shang Chi the, with the the. Tao Lo people where it was like mm-hmm. I can't I just can't remember what they were like religiously because they were weren't they living for a very long time well yeah there were there was magic there and they were they were keeping the the seal that kept out the dweller in darkness they were protecting mm-hmm. the seal so uh, and they do live a long time they have the magic yeah. inside of them inside of them so maybe they just become guardians and then they are guardians for the the dragon that helps. Well, everyone. I like the idea that like the dweller in darkness, he is like a hell version of afterlife, mm-hmm. right? And if he gets your soul, you're trapped there forever. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're keeping him out of our universe. Yes, to protect our universe, but also to protect all the souls and to keep everyone from like getting devoured by the dweller in yeah, darkness. Yeah, that's true. Letting hell physically destroy the earth. So you're telling me right that's now that he's Gabriel? Um, He's I only know religion if I come back to Christianity at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's a little Christianity for you, Jessica. Okay. If there's all these afterlifes in the MCU, and most of them are presented as sort of like a heavenly oasis, then does that mean that there's another side of the coin? Is there a hell to all these heavens? Okay. We did see in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness when they were going through all those multiverses, there was that bone one with like fire and skeletons and everything made out of bones. That kind of looked like uh, a more traditional version of hell, right? Yeah. We do know there's a Mephisto out there somewhere. He hasn't really been mentioned yet, but in theory, he's ruling over this hell yeah. dimension. That could be his. There's all this dark magic, right? Uh, you know, that like Agatha Harkness and yeah. Wanda Maximoff have used. That's coming, a lot of that dark magic comes from the dark dimension, but I think the dark dimension presided over by Dormammu is like a version of hell, right? Mm-hmm. If if you worship him and he takes your soul, you're like stuck on that little, you're stuck in his dimension, right? He 100%. is darkness, he's all consuming. Uh, and we also know that there is a hell, H-E single L, and this is where Odin banished Hela after she tried to pull a Kendall Roy and take over the family business, okay? <laughs> hell is a region, it's a region of Niflheim, which is one of the infamous nine realms, and it's also the home of the dead. Uh, in the comics, like, Hela runs Hell, and it's actually named after her, but in the MCU, Hell is where she was, like, banished to, and it's just kind of, like, a place for the dead who don't get into Valhalla or the field. That makes sense. Uh, Folkfinger, I don't and they're think just, like, hanging out. I don't just, think like, there's dead, a dead. Hell for um, the uh, astral plane in um, Black Panther, because I don't necessarily think, um, uh, what's his name, the brother, um, Sterling K. Brown, mm-hmm. Or the dad were both good or bad. Uh, they both right, like right. he killed his brother, and he still got to go live a peaceful life as a panther in the 
perfectly yeah, yeah. purple. It's kind of messed up. Everglades. Well, that's why T'Challa was like, I reject all this. This yeah. is BS. Like, you guys are not good people. This you did insane. bad things. So you can... Here, 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 you guys, you can murder someone and go to the Black Panther. <laughs> as uh, long I as don't you know. say, I'm so sorry, right hey, before you die, honestly, you're yeah, cool. you go, my bad. Oh, my bad. But if you are Brandon, <laughs> you'll probably get so bored and want to leave. <laughs> yeah. Go to hell. It's way you, cooler. You in well, the even, field of reeds, you'd be like, this is my hell. This is all. This is my hell. <laughs> Hanging out with my family in the field of reeds. Oh, boy. my God. That's uh, Florida. That's Florida. <laughs> That's why I left. That's why I left. Well, the hell, H-E-L, that hella is trapped in, it's not really like a traditional punishment hell, which is more popular in the Anglo-Saxon Christian religion, right? They're the ones that made hell like this awful, terrible place where you'll, you'll, you'll burn for a thousand years. Like that's all Dante's Inferno kind of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the H-E single L is more of like a warehouse of the dead where neither the honored nor dishonored souls just kind of like wind up. It is what it is. But yeah, like I was saying, I think Dormammu is like hell. I think he's the the hell to all of these heavens. If you get consumed by him, that's where you go. Now, my question for you, Jessica, if you remember, right, Caecilius and all of his followers, they were trying to bring in Dormammu. Yeah. Uh, and their punishment was like they get sucked into yeah. his like realm, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. The ancient one, right, she's dying. She knows she's going to die. She pops into spirit form and she's like, look at me holding on to this moment because I don't want to die. Did she wind up with Dormammu? Did she get sucked in? Well, she gave a little bit, yeah, right? I think she got sucked I in I assume. There. I think she's trapped in there. You can't uh, play the, the devil's next, fiddle without I, going to hell. That's right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't play the devil's fiddle unless you want to go to hell. That's where I think she wound up. And maybe like Doctor Strange is going to run into her in the next mm -hmm. one when he's hanging out with Clea, mm -hmm. having a badass time, going to Dark Dimensions. He's going to be like, hey, weren't you my 100%. boss? And she's like, I'm in hell. She's going to be like, <laughs> get me out of here. I made a mistake. I shouldn't like, have used the power. I'm mm, so sorry. And then Can't he's going to be that. like, you know, Mordo tried to kill me in another timeline. <laughs> All because of you. All because of you. You All keep ruining this you. for me. <laughs> hey, Doctor Strange is the problem. I've said it oh, before, and it was proven true oh, in the movie. I think he all is the of, problem. I we've already talked about this, Brandon. I think we're on the same side. I think all the Avengers are the problem. I don't think they, they're they, all the problem. They, when Tony Stark is was the everything, the root to everything bad at yeah. the beginning. He's <laughs> the now, problem. now all it's problem. this freaking guy. They've got to be stopped. They got to be stopped. This needs to stop. Now. So, Jessica, in the end, do we think all of these afterlifes are connected? I think some I are. I think they are. I think some are. I think some have their own, as most mm -hmm. religions do. I'm really attached to the Field of Reeds and, like, those gods just because one of their main gods is the god for Black Panther. So I think when mm. it's stuff like that, those, are those ones yeah, are 100% yeah. connected. Because I'm sure for Valhalla, yeah, yeah. all those gods are still attached. Uh, uh, Zeus, Greek mythology isn't Valhalla, right? That. When you die no, in Greek mythology, like you don't stuff. go anywhere. Name is Hades, Lord of the Dead. Hi, how you doing? There is an afterlife. There's oh, definitely there? an afterlife because... Oh, there's the... You can go to hell. Eurydice and stuff where... Yeah, yeah. There is like a down and there's an up. Okay, there's a down <laughs> and there's an up. It's just kind of like... It's just kind of... It's not like punishment down. It's just like boring down, mm -hmm. you know, like... You and this boringness, yeah. you I clearly have something. Dude, life is too much. I don't want to spend eternity doing something else. You Let did, me sleep. You did enough. Uh, give me the big sleep. Oh, God. I did, I did enough. I did enough. So, yeah. 
uh, we think the afterlives are connected. I think they are, and I think we're going to learn more. I think you're right, Jessica, that they're going to introduce a character who can jump through afterlives, mm -hmm. and that's going to be really cool. But hey, be sure to head on over to NewRockStarsMerch.com and check out all of our cool merch, especially our new latest obsession shirt inspired by Thor Love and Thunder. It's an awesome look for the summer, and there's lots of other cool other summer merch you can find on NewRockStarsMerch.com right now. Thanks to our partners at Epic Hero Shop for putting this awesome merch together. Uh, it's a great way to support the channel, so be sure to check out all of our cool merch options over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. And before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the people that help us bring Big Question to you. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. Sort of like the afterlife. The catch is, it's boring. But thank all the gods out there that Mint Mobile is out there offering premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month. And the best part, there's no catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet, delicious savings directly to you. Many folks here at New Rockstars have made the switch to Mint Mobile, and they love the quality service they get, as well as the savings uh, they get compared to their old service providers. Plus, you get to transfer your contacts and keep your phone. It's super simple. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or for a family. And all plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. You can't beat it, folks. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash big Q. That's mintmobile.com slash big Q. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash big Q. I love my computer and all the wonderful things it can do, and that's why I want to keep it safe, safe from all that evil out there. That's why I turn to services like Avast. Avast is a global leader in cyber protection for more than 30 years and trusted by over 435 million users and prevents over 1.5 billion attacks every month. Avast's new all-in-one solution, Avast One, helps you take control of your safety and privacy online through a range of features. Avast One is the best protection yet, giving you everything you need to take control of your safety and privacy online and accessible through a single, easy-to-use interface. A vast multitude of features provide you with privacy and security as you scour the web and even help with your machine's performance. I like their award-winning antivirus that stops viruses and malware from harming my device, as well as their data breach monitoring that will alert you if your online account has been compromised. Plus, I feel confident using public Wi-Fi with their firewall protection, burning away all the hackers with their wall of fire. I don't know how a firewall works, but Avast does, and that's why I like using it. Thanks to Avast for supporting Big Question. Confidently take control of your online world with Avast One. It helps you stay safe from viruses, phishing attacks, ransomware, hacking attempts, and other cyber crimes. Learn more about Avast One at avast.com. Again, that's avast.com. From being shocked at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts. Damn you, inflation! That's why at New Rockstars, we've started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, you can earn cash back thanks to Upside. Use that cash back to buy the perfect souvenir on your next road trip or maybe a little gift for your loved one. Uh, to get started, all you got to do is download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. 
Use promo code BIGQUESTION, that's all one word, BIGQUESTION, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. I've used Upside myself. It's great. It's a great way to figure out where you want to eat. Sometimes the wife is like, hey, where should we eat dinner? I don't know. I don't know. You go back and forth all the time. I just pull out the Upside app. I check out where I can get a reward, and I suggest that restaurant. She has no idea, and I look like a genius. It's great. Check out Upside for yourself. It's really easy to use, and I really enjoy using it myself. Download the free Upside app and use promo code BIGQUESTION. Again, all one word, BIGQUESTION to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code BIGQUESTION, all one word, no spaces in there, BIGQUESTION. Are you ready for some bite-sized questions? It's gonna yes, go from my- Yes, I am. <gasps> Funny girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, side BQ. Why is it? Why, why well, is Beanie being driven uh, out of Funny Girl? Why are we giving it to Leah Michelle who can't read? Okay, okay. That's a vicious rumor. I That's a vicious hate rumor. Leah Michelle, and I'll say it with my full chest. Get her out of here. That's the reason no. Jay Lynch is leaving. No. Okay, no. whatever. No. Oh, whatever. No. Our sponsors like uh, Leah Michelle because we shouldn't be with them if they like Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a bite sized question. Ask me a bite sized question. You ready? It's just bite sized. Just bite sized. Why is there no sanctum protecting the Southern Hemisphere? Or is there one? Where is it? And why is it not being acknowledged? From Hyde de Worm <laughs> on Discord. Great name. Yes, great name. Thank you, Hyde de Worm. As Wong so eloquently describes in the first Doctor Strange film, Earth has three sanctums shielding the planet, and they are located in New York, Hong Kong, and London. As he says, quote, Agamotto built three sanctums in places of power where great cities now stand. So either Agamotto knew great cities would rise up in these locations or the sanctums attracted people who built great cities. It's a chicken or the egg thing, I guess. I don't know. Either way, it's clear that Agamotto didn't feel like building sanctums in the Southern Hemisphere. Was he scared of the equator? Uh, did he hate having summer in December? I don't know. It was very uh, European of him to not go down to the Southern Hemisphere and build a sanctum. I don't know why he didn't do it. But we do know that Wong also shows that those three sanctums, they build a shield that's big enough to cover the whole earth. So I guess they didn't feel like they needed to build another sanctum down south. I don't know. But the three sanctum solution is a product of the MCU. Because in the comics, Stephen Strange's mansion in NYC is the sanctum sanctorum. And actually, technically, it's like a room inside of the mansion that's the Sanctum Sanctorum, but whatever. And the Sanctum in the comics is more of like a weird house of magic than a piece of the master of the mystic arts security system, right? It has like this really bizarre history with many weird owners. Uh, and it has even been burnt down and magically restored many times over the years. And in the comics, nobody even knows who the original architect of the Sanctum Sanctorum was. Uh, and Stephen Strange says he just bought it because he liked the people in the village. Uh, the Greenwich Village, he liked hanging out with them, but like he probably knew that there was something weird going on with it. So yeah, it's just kind of like this strange sanctum in the comics, and there's not like these three sanctum santorum things in the comics. Like they have camertage, but there's not like all these like sanctum things. I think they created them for the MCU kind of to just tell this story with Caecilius and have like stakes where like, oh, these other two got destroyed, and you got to protect yours. I don't know why they made these like three sanctum things, but yeah. Mm. There's none in the Southern Hemisphere. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. 
too hot. Um, if you could, oh, <laughs> too yeah, hot, too hot. If you could gender bend any villain, who would it be, and who would you cast? Says Millennial mm. on Discord. Yes, this is a good question. I love this. I've been waiting for uh, Marvel and like Kevin Feige to like throw a big like gender swap at us, like change the gender of like a big hero. Uh, I hope they do it. And here's how I think they should do it, okay? We want Dr. Doom. Let's make Dr. Doom a woman, huh? How about that for a swap? And don't stop there, okay? I think they should swap Mr. Fantastic and Sue Storm. Oh, yes. Make Sue Storm the one who's like really stretchy and super smart, okay? And then make Reed Richards just a dude who turns invisible and makes like shields. You know what I mean? I was going to say, we do get that with Elastigirl. We get that with Elastigirl. Right, right. right. And she honestly is the best character. That's why the second movie is all about her. Mm, that's right powers. that's right <laughs> those hips oh my gosh uh <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> uh, but yeah so so let's swap let's swap mr fantastic and invisa uh and sue storm okay and we have a female dr doom come in and that should be played by lena Headey. i think she oh would be a great villain God. a great female dr okay. doom and it would be so okay. awesome. That's my answer same, for that. Same, same, same casting. Same casting. I want mine to be Lena Headey too. Oh. Uh, she can do both. Oh. She can do both. She can, she can do both. She can do it all. She can do it all. Uh, she's such a good villain. Uh, Cersei is amazing. Um, mm -hmm. Horrible. I hate Cersei, and that's why Lena Headey is <laughs> such a good actress. Um, so good. So so good. So good. I want uh, because I already love what we got with Agatha, and I like what we got with uh, Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. So I also want Mephisto to be a woman. Uh, we haven't seen oh, it yet, okay. but I like I would because it would I want her to like have that darkness of Agatha mixed or Agatha when she's like peak witch in WandaVision, right. but also like sexy like Hella. Uh, and so I'm like, Lena Headey could do that. I love her. Sisters are doing it for themselves, baby. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Oh, Lena Headey doing both those roles. Oh, she could write. She write it. Someone write it for her. Oh, we're ready for the box of scraps. Oh, I'm ready for a box of scraps. Box of scraps. What would you... I hate this question? What would be your <laughs> ideal afterlife scenario? Because if there's anything I've learned from you this episode, Brandon, I think I know what it is. But I would, I would love I to mean, hear. Entertainment, 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 oh baby. God. You know, I just like a. I think like a national park, the the most beautiful national park ever, uh, where I can walk around, I can see beautiful things, but there's also like a mall and a movie theater and an arcade attached. Uh, and you know, I just, there's entertainment for me. So like basically a national, a beautiful national park with a Dave and Buster's inside of it. That's all I need. That's all I need for my afterlife and I'll be good to go. I'll be good I to go. I hate California more than anything. But, <laughs> but what? I think about this all the time that my heaven would be driving through the hills, mm. through like um, Laurel Canyon, deep Laurel Canyon at twilight time, hanging out on okay. a Saturday with friends during twilight time. That is my heaven. And also a closet full of cheeseburgers uh, that are always fresh, <laughs> that are always fresh. And every time I open, it's restocked. Oh, yeah. Like a Richie Rich when he has a McDonald's in his house? Oh I mean, my come on, God. get out of here. I, Dream. I don't know why cartoon burgers get me, but they do. Oh, baby. Who's the, uh, cartoon gladly, burgers look so good. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Oh, from That's Popeye? Me. I forget his name. That's me. Yeah, yeah. I'm truly like, I cartoon owe you Cartoon burgers always look good. Burger. 
cartoon uh, chicken legs where you can just like rip it right off. Always oh, look and good. it's ninety percent meat. The pizza and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles always look so the good with the pizza and the Goofy movie, right? dude. That was like five oh, pounds yeah. of cheese on one slice. I was like, five give it to cheese. me. And then beer. Beer in animated things always looks so good. Mm -hmm. It's so frothy. Oh, it looks delicious. Uh, don't uh, get me started. Yeah, I put me in a anything. cartoon. That's my heaven. That's my cartoon buffet, heaven, baby. baby. Let's go. Oh Let's my go. gosh! Thank you, Brandon, for joining me or allowing me to join you for this episode of Big. We Question. joined each other, Jessica. We, we joined did. each other. Oh, we, and we know we will never wind up in each other's afterlives because they're so different. <laughs> Follow me at Grin and Barrett. Follow me at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow new rock stars here on YouTube and all social media platforms. Make sure to hit that notification bell and be sure to check out new rock stars Discord server. If you're 18 plus and interested, click on the link of the new rock stars Discord server in the description below. I'm pointing because I'm sure it's below this and join the conversation. Bye. Lay us, gay us. Bye. Bye. See bye. you in bye. hell. Bye. Bye. See you in hell. See you in hell. <laughs> 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 Mas <laughs> master. Master. <laughs>